You're listening to Healing in Hindsight, a health and wellness podcast where we strive to conquer type 2 diabetes. Hosted by me, Taylor Danielle. When I was first diagnosed, I didn't have a lot of people around my age who lived similar lifestyles to learn from. I want you to know you're not alone and we'll have real, honest, and vulnerable conversations about it all. Here, I share my struggles, tips, and more. There's just something so interesting and magical about being able to connect with people who really understand you and have a way of um, giving you perspective that you kind of already knew in a way, at least for myself subconsciously. I feel like I've known a lot about myself that I just didn't want to acknowledge because I couldn't really see it. But having a a group that is willing to not only be honest and transparent about how they view you and see you, but also to be able to like confirm and validate a lot of your actions and and interactions and uh, intuitions, really. Um, And so there's something about the last couple of years where I've really felt a surge and a solidification of the people that are in my life and that they're meant to be here with me. They're meant to help me stay on track of my North Star and where I want to be in my life. And there's just something so powerful about that. You know, we come into this world alone, but it's not on your own, right? It still takes um, two other beings to create and, and birth you, if you will. And so I think that's something that we forget is, you know, we get into this mentality of like, you know, I came into this world alone, I'm going to go out alone. And I'm recognizing that's not entirely true. It's more so you came into this world because of others, but the, the journey of learning and knowing yourself then starts. And that is on your own, but you have support, you have people available And so I'm starting to really lean into that more um, and recognize the people that are around me um, truly have my best interest at heart. And I think that's a big part of what makes it so hard to have that vulnerability with anybody is, um, are you going to take advantage? Are you telling me, you know, things that I just want to hear or are you truly, um, seeing something and calling it out as it is. And so, um, yeah, be picky about, about the people in your life and, and don't be afraid to stress test. Um, and I, I don't mean like go intentionally pick a fight. That's obviously not something that I would want anybody to do, but it's more so ask the hard questions of your friends, you know, and, and if you can do it in a raw and organic way, um, not to say that some planned uh, conversations aren't a good thing, um, but sometimes it's just helpful to, one, be clear about what you're wanting to ask. I think that's a big part of it is, you know, sometimes I'll get in conversations with people about myself or how I'm doing things, and I don't know how to articulate what I'm really trying to ask. Um, so like with my partner, um, 
I, I always want to know his opinion because uh, he matters to me and he's a very intelligent man and I trust him and his perspective. So, you know, sometimes I got to ask, hey, do you sometimes feel like I'm overly emotional or clingy, you know, about my interactions with you? I try to be specific when I can. I'm still working on it. So um, I'm sure if he's listening, uh, there are probably moments where like, that's not even close to what you did. So I get it. I get it. Um, But yeah, it is definitely um, something I would challenge everyone to do. Friend, family, you know, whomever you consider close to you um, and who you respect their opinion of, mentors, whomever you know, ask those hard questions, ask them to, you know, shed light on, um, sometimes even as basic as like, why do you, uh, interact with me or why do you support me so much? Or, you know, what's the, the root of what keeps us enclosed? Because I think there's a bit of us that are afraid to admit that some of our acquaintances are just from proximity are just from, you know, you were there and it was easy. Um, I like to think of high school in that regard. There are very few people that I'm still in close connection with from high school. Um, And I'm recognizing a lot of those friendships, not to say that like childhood uh, friendships of any sort are not meaningful and can't stand the test of time. There's plenty of examples from it. But I also understand that there's friends in the moment. And then there's friends who are lifelong. And I don't even want to say friends in the moment. You know, I I really have been a lot more uh, strategic in my speech around that because the word friend is becoming such a heavier weight, but not in a bad way. It's like giving you this title is like a promotion, you know, to say that you are my friend Um, has such a deeper meaning than, you know, oh, you know, it's someone I just kick it with. Like, you know, they're fun to hang out with. Right. Um, Same thing with best friend. Um, I had to start getting really careful about who I actually call that because I definitely feel like those who are considered your best friends are the ones who test you the most. Like we got to go through some shit. You know what I mean? Like we have to, um, have our, our attitudes and our, our, you know, um, uh, spirits kind of clash a little bit because I need to know that even if I'm being bullheaded or even if I'm having a moment that you're able to check me, call me out. Um, and we can have a dialogue about how to be better to each other, um, or how to go about the situation in a different way. Um, so tribes are real. Um, I think that's an aspect of culture that we've stripped away because it can cause so much tension. And I think it's because we don't do it in the right way. Um, You can have a tribe and still be able to interact and flow, you know, in and out of all types of circles. I've always been someone who has had multiple circles of friends. And now I understand that it is an aspect of myself that that particular group meets. Right. And even when I try to bring them all together, you know, sometimes there are great connections that are formed between those groups and sometimes they stay separate and that's okay. I used to not be okay with that. Yeah. I just, um, I used to be so 
up in arms if groups of friends wouldn't get together, if groups of friends wouldn't be open to meeting new people. And now I recognize that it's because it's not always meant to be. Like it's not always meant for you to bring every relationship and connection in one big circle. I think I do try to make my my friend groups aware of the others because I do see value in networking and sometimes your close group of friends is the network that you need. It's they are the ones that you need to bring together. Um and I've I've noticed now that I've been a more um strategic and inclusive of the people that I surround myself with that when I do have moments of bringing them together, which is like, you know, fun stuff like my birthday, for example, um, all of them got to meet each other and hang out and spend the time that they felt, um, was appropriate for themselves, um, and with me and, you know, still be able to form connections or at least have a, a good time in the moment together. Um, and some of it did spark some some great ideas and and you know people meeting up and things like that but i think that is just something that um i just am trying to be more thoughtful and conscious of nowadays is just not everybody is for everybody that is okay not everybody that you meet who's a fun time needs to be in your inner circle you know like i'm finding the friends that I know would be fun to travel with. I'm finding the friends that I know if I wanted to go, you know, in the mountains um, and have, you know, a very spiritual experience, like those people that I can do that with, you know, I know that at the end of the day, this particular group of people that I've, you know, been very vulnerable and open with will rally behind me if I need help and support. And it is, coming to that realization that makes it so beautiful to say that I truly have a tribe. Um, and they're all, you know, these tribes are in multitude. You know, I, I don't want to limit and say that like, you guys are just in this one group and you'll forever be in this one group. No, it might just be how we met. Um, but I can talk about just as much spiritual stuff with like my two best friends from college um, than I can with like, uh, my best friends that I met through a mutual job. Right. Um, and it is never to say that those circles can never intertwine. And, you know, some of them are, are kind of mirrors of each other. I just get different versions. Right. But, um, it is, there's just such peace in knowing that and knowing that I have finally arrived to a group of people that I can see myself with for the rest of, of this lifetime of, you know, what I have to give to this world and that they will honor and support me and carry me on, you know? Um, I think that is something that is beautiful and a great thing to settle into, you know, especially this being year 30 and it's been a little rocky with the global pandemic, of course, but it's really important. And so it makes doing things like this, like um, starting new adventures or, you know, being vulnerable to, um, total strangers, which I hope we don't have to be for much longer, but, you know, and especially as I, I walk this walk of dealing with, um, a disease that has been around, you know, for a long time, but it's one of the top 10 killers in the U S for sure of reported cases, because it can be very sneaky. Um, it, it makes doing this more worth it because I know that they are going to gut check me. I know that they're going to help me 
in those moments of struggle. They're going to help me um, when I just want to give up and feel down. Um, and that is important. Um, any Anything that you are doing that requires you to strip away everything that you know and gain new information and try things out, you need a support system. Um, I, I know our generation right now, um, you know, even growing up, there was always this, this aspect of, I can do bad all by myself. And I definitely have examples of that throughout my life, but it's so crazy to tear down everything that, you know, your parents and your grandparents and your great grandparents have brought you up on because there wasn't on the surface, there wasn't room. And now we look at people who were able to break out of that cycle, break out of the almost brainwashing, if you will, uh, and be able to just say, Hey, no, that's one way, but I don't have to do the whole American dream of, you know, um, go to school for however long. And if you don't do school, you work, you work, you work, you work, you work, and you save and you save and you save. And you have these, you know, small moments of life that you experience with other people. And then now you have kids and now all of your hopes and dreams and everything else like that, you put on them uh, because you feel like you've missed the opportunity to do what you want to do. Um, and that's not the case at all. And I, I'm grateful. My parents have definitely never projected their dreams on me. I know they just wanted to see consistency and they weren't sure how to always deal with kind of like my ADHD of being into one thing and really excited and energetic about it and then being into another thing. And it's because I just, I'm, I'm a, you know, one of my top five strengths, if you will, is a learner. I like to hoard skills and information because I just feel a, a draw and a connection um, to them for whatever reason. And they've served me later on. Um, and I've, I've learned how to tone it down a little bit of like some ventures are worth jumping into immediately. Some are worth just kind of like, you know, a hobby like stage, if you will. And some you just, all right, that's cool. Let me live vicariously through somebody else and watch them enjoy it and do it. Um, and I, I'm grateful that my parents, you know, challenged me to challenge everything, even if it was them sometimes. Um, dad, I don't remember the exact date and time, but I remember we living, you know, in Fort Worth. Um, and he told me and my sister, um, we got in a big fight at one point and he told me and my sister, if I'm wrong about something, like, tell me I'm wrong. And I'm not saying it'll be easy. I'm not saying that, you know, I'm always going to understand in the moment, but like, mark the day, which I clearly didn't do, <laughs> but tell me I'm wrong. And I think that has been something that has stuck with me as I've gotten older. And when I had my first like really big fight with my dad, um, oh my God, it was scary. Like you're talking about a man who could look at me and I just cry, you know, because I get so nervous and I respect the hell out of him. Um, and I want him to be proud and want him to, to validate that I am a good person and that he raised a good kid, which he, you know, does, but I just, sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't always stick, you know? Um, and so being able to have that release of like, it doesn't matter if your family or friend blood or not, we need to be able to have authentic conversations with each other and be able to, you know, say the stuff that you might not want to hear. And he's now reverted to, um, you know, you can, you might take what I say and put it on the shelf. That's kind of his way of like, I'm sharing this with you. I don't 
expect that you have to take this advice. This is just my perspective and how I see it um, and what it sounds like and what, you know, I know of you and how this could possibly support or, you know, um, not support you. Right. Um, But it's my choice. And I think even from a parenting perspective, we always come into this place of like, we don't have a choice in what we absorb. We don't have a choice in like what lessons they decide to teach us. Um, but I think our generation right now is, is really working towards breaking those generational curses and working with our older generation to like, understand I have such a deeper, um, relationship with my parents, even though I'm still very bad about like calling, you know, all the time and visiting, but I know that they don't worry about me in the same way. And when, you know, we have these conversations, um, on anything, like, it really does feel like that. It doesn't feel like a parent telling the child what to do. Um, it's just a perspective of someone I came from, you know, um, if that makes sense. Um, but all of that to say, choose your circles very carefully. It is okay to be strategic, but still be open. You know, definitely don't be so choosy that, you close yourself off from opportunity and possibility. If there are people who are willing to, you know, make the effort of building with you in whatever form that that is, you know, um, definitely reciprocate and see how you feel about it and be honest. Um, one thing that I love about, you know, one of my friend groups, um, is we don't, we don't really beat each other up. Um, if we're quiet, you know, um, we all have our, our our passions and things that we're trying to build and our, our legacies that we want to leave. Um, and so I think as adults, no one really teaches you that it's okay to not be joined at the hip. You know, school has a way of, of joining you at the hip with someone because you have a lot more free time and less responsibility. And so you can just spend time and really have these deep bonds but having these type of relationships as an adult, you have to change that. Um, you have to recognize people um, have jobs, people have families and other relationships, and there's only so much time in the day, and you have to dedicate um, your time as it best serves you. Um, so it's always important to be thoughtful about do I even have the availability to be the type of friend that you're asking me to be? And don't project, you know, don't project that like, because I'm the nurturing type and I want to take care of everybody and I'm, you know, want to, want to nurse you back to health if you're sick or whatever, that I need to expect that from my other friends. I need to expect that they will nurture and nurture me and mother me and, you know, um, uh, pay attention to all the little details, um, to help me out. Um, if that's not who they are, I can't expect myself from them. And that's a huge lesson I've been learning um, the past, like, you know, two years is I cannot expect what I would do out of someone else. Um, and that's really left me open um, and has really built up my ability to walk forward in battling, you know, and living with this disease and trying to figure out ways to, um, be better to my body and not only be better to it, but find ways to listen to it and heal. Um, because this, this isn't a permanent thing. And this, you know, this disease guys does not have to be something that you're just stuck with. And I think there are a lot of people who have just 
decided to be stuck with it and have given up because there was no where to turn or no one to talk to who was in a similar space to be able to know that you can still fight. Um, and it doesn't have to be this intense thing. Now, granted, I'm always down for a great action scene, but if it is simple as, you know, only have your sugar in the morning right now, right? And limit that if you can, you know, maybe do half the sugar you do in your coffee um, and don't drink another cup, you know, don't do another like, you know, midday afternoon, I need to have this sugary coffee, coffee drink, um, you know, this late because your body processes this um, longer, takes way longer to break down sugar in the entire process that it goes through than some of the other things like fat and protein. So even if it's just making a small change for yourself, do it and let your support system know like, Hey, I'm trying to be more conscious about this. Um, and be ready too, Cause you know, uh, my partner is very much one. He can be drill sergeant if, if I need him to, he's never done that, but you know, he's always been supportive. Like, how can I help you? And if I, you know, there have been moments where he's like, okay, you know, take another bite of this ice cream that we might be sharing and then let's, let's call it quits. And there have been moments where I'm like, no, I want to have it. And he lets me because he did his due diligence of like, Hey, you might want to chill on that, you know? And I think that's something we, we need to be more thoughtful of and, and listen to more. Um, but it starts with listening to ourselves and our bodies and really knowing and understanding. I, for a while, um, would just kind of ignore, you know, checking my blood sugar and taking my medication. And I don't feel different. You know, that's the crazy thing about this disease is it doesn't feel like anything's wrong. You know, it depends on the person on what you experience and feel. Um, but it is never too late to really try. And I know that sounds weird from a disease aspect because, um, there are consequences of, you know, ignoring something for so long, but as long as you have breath, as long as you are able to um, make conscious decisions, you have an opportunity to try. And so, you know, for me, that's been facing my doctor. <laughs> that's been, you know, coming to terms with when I check my blood sugar in the morning, like if the number is not great, it's not great. And I need to be thoughtful throughout the day about it. Um, consistency, like, you know, my numbers were pretty high this morning, but I checked my numbers at like 1130 in the morning. I hadn't eaten anything, you know, so that was also a shocker. And then I realized, oh, well, wait, I didn't actually take my meds until like 11 or so the night before. So even consistency in what time that you're taking your medication, you really should do your best to take it at the same time. Um, Stuff like that. And it'll also help me understand maybe there's something off with my meter. Technology fails. I have a Bluetooth, um, you know, one drop meter and I still have my old one. And when I saw that crazy number this morning, I was like, okay, I might need to go and get new batteries for the other meter and just kind of, you know, it's not a, uh, connect. It doesn't connect to my phone or anything. I would have to log it, but maybe I should do both. Just to make sure. And, you know, I am due for uh, my 90 day uh, blood work, which will also give you a, a bigger picture, which I know is not going to be the best picture I want to see. But information helps. And sometimes we can't ignore the information that we need to have um, in order to know where to move forward. 
but your support system, your tribe, your, your group, your besties, whatever you want to call them, um, they're going to be a huge part of how you move forward because you need to have people uh, around you who are willing to, to nudge you and bear the brunt of your reaction sometimes um, as, you, as you walk this walk. And choose wisely. You know, if, if, if you've got a group of friends, um, and definitely we'll talk about this in a later episode, but if you've got friends who have to mock you every time you go out to eat, and I'm a, I'm, I'm a product of it. Like, me and my friends have gone through rounds of this, and again, we've, we've recognized and apologized and worked together on understanding that wasn't the healthiest thing to do. But, you know, if you've got people that are like, oh, well, hold on, don't give this to Taylor. She can't have this because, you know... She got the, the, the diabetes and, you know, she can't have all the sugar. Um, check that, you know, check that energy and, and be mindful. Um, if you have to say something multiple times about like, Hey, you really don't have to acknowledge that. Like I'm an adult or whatever. Um, cool. But if it's more of a thoughtful way, like, Hey, it's, you know, Taylor, um, we're going here to this restaurant for brunch. I wanted to let you know, um, I did find the menu, so uh, wanted to make sure that you had it. If there's any choices or anything that, you know, we need to kind of pay attention to ahead of time, or if we need to change the venues, you know, those are all helpful reactions because one, you understand your circle is trying to be considerate. And then two, like you are able to have that moment in private. Anytime, like I go out to any food establishment with my friends, I look at the menu, even when we're on the way, because I can find food, right? Or I can eat beforehand or, you know, whatever. I can adjust myself um, to whatever's going on. Like, I don't need it to be a big spectacle on what's going on with me and, and my nutrition. So definitely check that energy if you've got people who just seem to to hound you more than help you in those moments. Um, and we'll, we'll do a deeper dive later on. Um, but... Yeah, so that's all I really wanted to share is really just how important it is for friend groups and how important it is for you to choose the people that are going to serve you best and that you can reciprocate that to best um, because it matters. You know, I know that there's billions of people on this on this earth. Um, it does not mean you have to know all of them. It does not mean you have to be friends with all of them. Um you know, sometimes it's just nice to like, just be kind to those, you know, people and just interact with them and and have a good time in the moment. If, you know, I've definitely got some, um, you know, in the moment, drunken homies (laughs) that are in my phone that I'm like, I don't know you or, you know, this kind of thing. And it was just fun for the moment. You know, it doesn't always mean, um, it doesn't always mean that like we need to actually connect. So I hope you guys are having a great day and rest of your week heading into the weekend. Um, feel free to reach out to me if you have questions or thoughts on this uh, episode. I would love to hear um, what you guys think or, you know, shout out to your tribes, you know, uh, tag um, your your group of friends, uh, you know, in the comments. Um, tell, tell me your stories. I want to know um, because I think it's helpful for people to see like, these things exist and everybody can have them 
um, and it's just a matter of being like open and ready for it. So we'd love to hear your thoughts on it um, and just say hi in general, you know? Uh, I'm, although my, my inner circle is, is pretty solid right now, it does not mean that I'm not open and welcome to connecting and hearing other experiences. So thank you again for your time and effort and energy in this. Uh, until next time.